Fantasy rap. With Austin and Ozzy. Hey everyone, this is Fantasy Rap, and I'm your host, Ozzy. And I'm your co-host, Austin. You can find us on FantasyRap.com. That is FantasyWrap.com. Hey everybody, welcome to week six. Uh, We're going to start off talking a little bit about our own fantasy teams. Um, I'm in three, and actually went 3-0 this week. Um, One was a pretty dominating effort. and the other two were, one was I won by one point, and uh, another one I didn't win by a ton, but it's my um, uh, Dynasty League, which I was hoping I would take last place in so that I could have the first <laughs> draft pick in the rookie draft come next year, but uh, unfortunately I'm sitting in first place. So maybe that's the key for fantasy, is hope you do terrible and you will win. Yeah, I... Where I, if you hope, you're, you're looking at your team, you're like, oh, this team's stacked, I'm going to win, and then all of a sudden you're in 10th place out of 12, and you're like, well, what the heck? Yeah, I'm not sure that uh, <laughs> that's such a good uh, idea, because generally I go in trying <laughs> to win. Uh, it's just so happened that the uh, proverbial ball has fallen correctly and bounced correctly and everything seems to be working out for me how about you um i'm in three uh one's just a random nfl league which i haven't even checked to see if i won or not because i just don't care uh but my family league uh went into last night needing um you know like 15 ish maybe a couple more uh points and i went in having justin herbert and mike williams and i actually just traded for justin herbert like two weeks ago and so i needed like 15 combined points between the two of them you'd think i'd have that locked down just from justin herbert easy and come in and lose by like four or five points so (laughs) ouch (laughs) yeah but uh dominating win for me too in the uh in the the friends league that i've been in for uh, like 11 years now i believe or 12 even um Sitting in second place, five and one. I've got a rematch with Isaac. I'm coming for you. Um, he's six and zero oh in first place. I'm sitting in second. He's got uh, Josh Allen and Justin Jefferson on bye this week. Oh, so he's hurting a little bit. Good week. Uh, I have Jalen Hurts and Stephon Diggs on bye, but I, I kind of pre-planned and I picked up Dak Prescott yep. a couple weeks ago and just stashed him. So I'm hoping he comes back. And does if I can get twenty points out of him, I'll be happy. We'll Certainly, see. but yeah. So you would have been happy with twenty points out of uh, Justin Herbert last night. Yeah, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get into our injuries. Um, the first one is Marquise Brown, a non-surgical foot fracture. He's going to be out for about six weeks. Um, not good for that offense. No, the uh, the played Seattle, correct? I believe so. Um, you know, the defense put up more points than their offense did. Uh, you know, it was just bad, <laughs> bad offensive football. Um, you know, yeah, you lose Hollywood Brown. Granted, they've got D-Hop coming back this week, hopefully. It's a short week. Um, they play Thursday night against the Saints. Um, so you're hoping he comes back and he's, you know, I mean, it's – He's a veteran, so you know you hope it doesn't take too long for him to get back into the swing of things. Um, but then the Cardinals also traded and got uh, Robbie Anderson, who right. got 
kicked off of the field by his interim head coach. And and that must be must be why they traded for him, yeah. uh, knowing that Marquise Brown was out. Because, you know, to go in, you know, yeah, D-Hop is a great mm-hmm. receiver, but D-Hop hasn't been playing for six weeks. Yep. So it's going to take him some time. And, you know, you would have loved to have had him out there with, with uh, Hollywood. But oh, of course. You're going to wait another six weeks for that to happen. Yep. Second one on our list is Carson Wentz, fractured ring finger, out four to six weeks. Um, already been determined that he's uh, not starting this weekend against yep. the Packers. So we're getting to see uh, Heineke or however you pronounce his last yep. name. I think it's, um, it's I think it's Meineke. Meineke, um, yeah, uh, muffler yeah. guy. <laughs> um, so you know, unfortunately for Wentz owners, uh, it's time to look for someone else for the next few weeks. If you haven't already. Right. Uh, next up is Kenny Pickett, uh, concussion in the protocol. Um, I've seen, you know, we've been seeing many of the players who go into pro- pro- uh, concussion protocol out for at least a week. Yep. Um, so it would not surprise me if Trubisky starts again. Yeah. Yep. I totally agree. Uh, you look at kind of the big one I think everybody was watching last week was uh, Chris Olave, who I'm a Chris Olave manager. Um you know, progressed exactly like he should, was full participant at the end of the week, and the Saints still held him out. So right. I think that's kind of the new norm, just like we talked about a couple of weeks ago with Tua. It's just kind of the optics of head injuries right now in the NFL. Right. They're going to be extra cautious. So. Right. I mean, you you think about how it plays into players getting CTE, um, more than likely the, the number of concussions, the number of, you know, the number of hits a guy takes, the number of brain, uh, even if there's small brain traumas that, that add into that. So I think, you know, you really have to be, uh, err on the side of, of, you know, making sure that people are fully healed before they get back out there. Well, you look at, uh, just for example, Cameron Brait, tight end for the Buccaneers got, uh, uh, had a neck injury and he had just come back from a concussion right. himself. So, I mean, he's been in the league a while. Who knows if we see him again, right? You know, it, it, but it'll probably be a while at the very least. So, yep. Next up, Randall Cobb uh, sprained his ankle. He's out two to four weeks. Uh, not good for that Packers offense. Um, no. They're just they're struggling. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, with Watson injured, with Watkins injured, with. Dobbs not getting it done now. Randall Cobb injured. It, it's yeah. Um, Matt Lafleur, you have two very very good running backs at your disposal. Use them, please. Right. Put <laughs> them both been, in. Been frustrating for Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon managers you right. know, all this year. Right. Um, but with the Cobb injury, I think we saw uh, what is most likely going to happen, which is uh, Robert Tunyon. Uh, getting some more looks. I mean, he was, what, 10 for, like, 90 uh, this week. So, mm-hmm. you know, if you had to start him, which I feel like that's about the only way people were starting him is they had to, uh, you were pleasantly surprised. I don't think he'll recreate that uh, very often, but, you know, he could be very serviceable uh, for the next couple of weeks until Randall Cobb comes back. Right. Uh, Skylar Thompson, Miami's starting quarterback this past weekend, uh, injured his thumb. Uh, not a huge deal as Tua's coming back mm-hmm. and uh, Teddy Bridgewater will move back to um, playing second fiddle to Tua. Agreed. Uh, Kendrick Bourne, minor turf toe. He's day-to-day. Looks like he'll probably play this week. 
Okay. <laughs> Next up is Cameron Brait, who you mentioned with the neck injury. And, you know, as of right now, it's unknown when he'll be back. Um, there was no mention as to how long they expected it. Yeah, which that, I mean, that Bucks team, you know, going in against uh, uh, Atlanta should have handled them very easily and ended up dropping the game, uh, right? Didn't they lose or did they end up winning? No, Tampa, San Francisco played Atlanta. Oh, then who'd Tampa play? I do not recall. I thought Tampa was supposed to go in and, and absolutely just handle a team, whoever they were playing, and they didn't. Um, but the Braid injury, or, or the Braid injury, uh, you look at the uh, Otten, I believe he's a rookie tight end. Kate Otten. Um, yeah, obviously he's going to see more snaps, uh, right. whether that translates. Um, you know, but they have other receiving options, obviously Mike. Uh, Mike Evans, uh, Chris Godwin's a PPR uh, monster, right. uh, and then Lenny has been getting very involved in the passing down too. So exactly. I think, I mean, Bray really wasn't getting anything done anyways, so I don't think much changes for Tampa. Agreed. Uh, next up, Russell Wilson, hamstring injury, unknown how long it could affect him or if he'll even miss, you know, the shoulder, the, the hamstring, uh, the poor play, is it? time to let him rest a little bit maybe uh maybe um you know he started that game out 10 for 10 and then when just what we've seen from him <laughs> ever since just bad after that um so there's a sl- you know a little sliver of hope there that maybe he they were starting to turn it around a little bit and then obviously that fell through um yeah i mean yeah, at this point, you, you might just have to let him rest a little bit, heal up. Uh, Hackett's got to figure something out, figure something out soon, or he will be gone. Right, um, he's got to be they, on the hot seat. They've, they've got too much money you, you invested. Mean, <laughs> you mean the coach will be gone, not yes. Russell Wilson. Yeah, sorry, um, Hackett. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, next on our list is J.K. Dobbins. He tweaked his knee. Um, he's day-to-day. Um, the impact is that Kenyon Drake came in and had a, a big game. Um, so if you're a J.K. Dobbins owner and you can get Kenyon Drake, you may want to consider it because Gus Edwards isn't back yet and Justice Hill is still injured. Sounds like those two guys are very close, though. So that kind of that's going to end up muddying that Baltimore uh, rushing attack. Agreed. I think I think J.K. Dobbins is still going to be the first back out there the majority of the time as long as he's able to play yeah which Um, has been a big if so far in his career (laughs) agreed agreed well and you know when you're coming back from the acl you know it's 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 not a given that you're going to play every week it's not a given that you're going to play a a a lot in a given week sure so we'll have to see uh next up kiki kuti kute um head injury uh, concussion protocol um, not a big impact there. Uh, Dion Jackson, uh, quad injury out one to three weeks. He had taken over. Um, well, he was, he was part of that de facto, right. Um, <laughs> running back room for Indy. Right. So with Hines out with Taylor out and now with Dion Jackson out, um, who was left there? That's a very good question. I forget who it was, uh, yeah. but they've they've got someone who who could still run. Hines should be back from, uh, and Hines was another one of those. Yep. You know, concussion. 
they held him out the week after. His, his though, was one of those that where the cameras were on him when he was stumbling, you know, to, like, it, it looked very bad. You know, Agreed. the guy couldn't walk. Um, so that one, yeah. So, but if he's back this week, also, you know, you hope maybe JT's back, um, you know, but he's, you know, with him, you know, the Colts are going to just want him to be fully 100% before they bring him back. Right. So who knows? Yep. Uh, last on our list is Adam Troutman, uh, foot injury, and he's day to day. I, I guess that could be a big deal. Um, uh, although I noticed that uh, with New Orleans, um, I was looking through the the stats, and uh, it didn't look like any passes were thrown to um, Hill again. Yeah. Well, he had passing yards. Just <laughs> it, right. He had <laughs> no passing targets. yards, and he had rushing yards. So. Yeah. Is it time for the NFL or, or for these uh, sites to move him back to tight end or get him off the tight end end and make him either a QB or a running back? I mean, it wouldn't make sense. You know, that's what two weeks now in a row that he hasn't had a target, right? Um, you know, it's uh, yeah. Um, I mean, if you're playing against a team that rush that rolls him out as a uh, tight end, which I did this week in the family league, and, just hoping for that ceiling. But. Yeah, and he never, and he, you know, if he's never, and I don't even know if he's lining up at tight end. Yeah. Um, you know, I we don't necessarily get their games here, so it's hard to tell. It'd be interesting to see whether or not he's actually lining up as a tight end yeah. on any of the plays. If he's not, if he is, then then that's fine. Mm-hmm. Then you know he's a jack of all trades and. But if you're never even targeting him, I can't see how you can continue to keep him as a tight end in all of these leagues. Yeah. So I think it's it's possible that that could change sometime soon. Yeah, I think last year there was more of an argument for him, why is he a tight end? Because he was getting significant snaps as a quarterback right? Uh, you know, last year, so he really truly was a cheat code at tight end because of that but uh you know this year could be a little different so they may keep him at what he is but if he keeps getting if he keeps siphoning carries away from kamara they <laughs> do something crazy like i mentioned last week and list him as a running back and quarterback right. you know right right so, i mean you have which to, would make more sense if it, he's it not would targets. it would and and based on the number of points that you get for a uh, for a guy who plays quarterback slash running back versus yeah. a guy who plays tight end, mm-hmm. it's a completely different world there. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's it's kind of unfair to everyone else who doesn't have him in their lineup when he's getting, you know, f- five or ten rushing attempts and five or ten passing attempts. Mm-hmm. It's just it, there's something wrong if you aren't ever throwing him the ball yeah. and you're considering him a tight end. I think if if they were to label him as running back quarterback, that I, I don't think he would be in very many starting lineups. No, you know because Doesn't tight ends are already a thin position. You know right. you've got your top three to four guys, and then everybody else. Not everybody, but a lot of guys are just more screaming options. Um, so, you know, if he was running back, you're not going to start Taysom Hill at one of your running back slots over somebody who's a true running back. Right, so right. I think that Unle- would limit, Unless, of yeah. course, you need someone well, during yeah. a bye week or injuries 
or you failed to draft anyone at running back. Yeah, but, you know, Jameis should be back soon, you know, unless they're going to keep rolling out Andy Dalton, I don't know. Right. Um, you know, so, and that was kind of the the plug for Taysom Hill is that, well, Jameis is out. So well, maybe they're going to move more, Jameis to tight end too. Who knows? He'd be a big guy. Who knows? <laughs> So let's move on to our studs. Um, our our studs and duds was actually interesting this week in that. So I chose uh, six studs and six duds, and it just so happens that there are four quarterbacks in the studs, mm-hmm. and there are four quarterbacks in the duds. It was a pretty much a feast or famine week for the most part. I'm yep. not saying completely for your quarterback position where they either went off or they went off compared to projections or they were horrible. So our studs uh, first off is Teddy Bridgewater, and obviously he was not named the starter. So when um, Skylar Thompson got injured, Bridgewater came in. Mm -hmm. So he was plus 19.95 over um, projected. He was 23 of 34 for 329 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions, and one rush for 10 yards. Pretty good stat line. Yeah, not bad. I mean, Teddy, uh, coming out of Louisville, I believe, uh, Teddy Bridgewater, um, you know, teams were hoping, you know, he could be a, a, you know, franchise quarterback. Um, So obviously that brutal leg injury that he had years ago, you know, it's nice to see him still in the league and still showing that he can, you know, he's not a every week starter quarterback anymore, but in this position, filling in for Tua, and then, you know, Skylar Thompson going going down. Um, it's nice to see that he can still get it done for a team on, right. a, you know, really any given week if he has to. Yeah, I mean, he, he was, they were worried that he may never walk again. Yeah. So the fact that he's able to walk, um, play football at the high level and, and get it done, impressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, Bailey Zappi, plus 16.74. He was 24 of 34 for 309 yards, two touchdowns, three rushes, minus four yards, um, probably some kneeling there. Yeah. Um, uh, not a great game. Well, actually, you know, those stats put him yeah. up right up near the top um, for a QB rating. Yeah. Um, I think I read I it was know. 166.3, I think, which is like the max. Yeah. So, I mean, he had he had a great game. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, who knows if we'll potentially could see Mac Jones out a couple more weeks. <laughs> you right. know, if Zappy keeps, you know, and people, you know, you hear it everywhere, but they're like, oh, Zappy's the next Tom Brady and all this. And it's right. Like, well, Z- he's replacing Mac Jones, who's been okay, you know, hasn't been great. Um, but I don't know, you know, uh, watching him against Green Bay last week um, or a week two weeks before ago. that, two weeks ago, yep. you know, I mean, coming in in a start, you know, he he does seem to give that offense a little bit of juice, right? Which was what you were worried about with Mac Jones is that offense just felt kind of flat. Um, you know, uh, just you know, running game wasn't that great because the you know defenses weren't afraid of Mac Jones, and it right. seems like Zappy is giving them a little bit more flexibility on that offense because he is able to. I mean, he threw for what, 300 yards, 309 yards or something 309 like that. 309 yards. You know, I mean, that's a, you know, yardage-wise, that's a very good week. So yes. I think yes. he's, he's given that New England offense a, a pretty good boost. Yep, as long as Zappy makes uh, Belichick happy. Oh, boy. <laughs> you knew it was coming. <laughs> so next up we have Jamar Chase, plus 16.58, seven catches on 10 targets, 132 yards and two touchdowns. He's back. Finally. 
This yeah. is this what, is the Jamar Chase you. Yeah, you what he had for. he had a, a big week one and yep, and then he kind of fell off the radar for four weeks and and he's yeah. back. So good for him. Yep. Um, next up, well, the guy throwing him the ball, Joe Burrow, plus sixteen point five. He was twenty eight of thirty seven for three hundred yards, uh, three touchdowns, four rushes, twenty five yards, and another touchdown. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's a good game from Burrow. Yeah, so, um, I mean, those guys accounted for the majority of the points scored. Um, yeah. I but think, uh, I think that Bengals offense is just uh, getting getting healthy. You know, obviously T. Higgins been banged up for a couple of weeks now. Right. Um, and then, you know, with these stat lines and stuff, you know, you're kind of hoping that offensive line is figuring it out. You know, they're able to protect him a little bit more so he can look for Jamar Chase down the field. Um, you know, so as the season gets on, uh, you know, rolls on. Um, could be seeing a kind of a return to form for from last year for the for the Bengals. You know, right. just one of the better offenses in the league. You know, high, you know, scoring more points. Um, you know, hopefully you see a little more uh, some better production out of uh, Joe Mixon because obviously he you know probably drafted him at you know and middle to end of first round potentially. Right. Um, same with Jamar Chase. You know, some you know seeing him go at like the four spot in in fantasy drafts. So you know this is what you drafted Jamar Chase for is these kind of weeks, um, which you haven't really gotten yet. So agreed. Um, it, yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see if if they can figure it all out. I was reading an article today. Um, they were almost recommending you should sell Jamar Chase high. Yeah, I've seen that a couple <clears throat> places too. I mean, if you need, you know, if you got Jamar Chase and nobody else, you don't sell him. Yeah, um, but if you can afford it to gain, you know, I mean, unless you really need something at yeah. the running back position, yeah. I don't know that I would go out and get rid of Jamar Chase right now. Yeah. Um, but hey, anyone who wants to trade me in one of my leagues and give me <laughs> Jamar Chase, I will take him. Um, you know they're going to ask you for Saquon. Yep, that's not going to happen. <laughs> so next up we have, um, gosh, I thought he was dead, Matt Ryan. Oh, wow. Plus 16.16. He lit it up. 42 of 58. His arm <laughs> is going to fall off. 389 yards, three touchdowns, one uh, rush for minus four yards. Unbelievable. Yeah. It, we we had talked about him being on the duds list more times than we could remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and here he showed up. Yeah, they had to throw in that game. You know, well, obviously like, when yeah, you throw fifty eight times, times, you know, a tube of Ben Gay and a and a uh, ice bath after the game probably ice, did him really. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, probably four or five shots of uh, of. Um, steroids yeah, in the arm well, to keep sure. it alive yeah. and yep. uh, i wonder if he still has his arm um but you know it's good to see good old matt yeah uh, having a decent week next up is Kenyon drake who as we mentioned before um took over when jk dobbins knee was giving him some issues he was plus 15.8 he was uh, one catch on two targets for eight yards, but he rushed 10 times for 119 yards and a touchdown. He looked, uh, I just got a couple uh, couple clips of the game, and he looked good. He looked great. Um, you know, we saw a game here or there last year with him and, you know, with the Raiders, uh, you know, would pop here and there. Um, he, too, you know, looking back to his time in Arizona, 
you know, he is kind of one of those guys, like his old running uh, mate in Arizona with uh, Chase Edmonds, one of those guys who never really had a true opportunity to fully dominate for many weeks. Um, I think that's going to be the case here again in Baltimore, though. Obviously, you got J.K. Dobbins, who is probably the preferred running back. Right. Uh, you got Justice Hill, Gus Edwards, who sounds like those guys are both very close to returning. Um, so. Yeah, I think you're gonna end up J.K. Dobbins on the top, and then a three-way committee potentially for the scraps. Right, right. And it's that's it's after Lamar rushes to right. <laughs> it's it's tough to get excited about, like we said early on in the season about a Baltimore running back yep. when they touch the ball as few times as these guys do. Um, but it's good to see that you know, even though you've got Lamar, mm-hmm. and even though J.K. Dobbins goes down, you've got someone who is reliable enough to, you know, I mean, he averaged 12 yeah. yards a, a carry. Yeah. So, I mean, granted, you know, a couple of those were bigger runs, but still, that's that's pretty impressive. Yep. Um, we move on to our duds, and we start out with Zach Wilson. He was minus 14.5. He was 10 of 18 for 110 yards, and he rushed five times for a yard. Um, they struggled on offense. Uh, they didn't need anything because their defense did the majority of it. Um, but this is, it's worrisome. Yeah. Um, their, their offense is, is pretty bad. Yeah. It's, we're talking Russell, right? No, Zach. No, Zach, Zach Wilson. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Um, good enough to beat the Packers, unfortunately. But yeah. That was more Brees Hall than any, and that, and that right. defense, uh, Saul has got that defense playing very well. Right. Um, you know, the same like the other New York team and the Giants. Uh, you know, but the Jets, I mean, they're might not be fully for real, um, but they're on the defensive side of the ball are doing enough so that Brees Hall can win them games. Right. Sauce uh, is looking good. Yeah, well that too, minus the see him wearing the cheese head out of the Oh yeah. State and then Lazard runs up and <laughs> smacks it off his head. Uh so second on our list is Jeff Wilson, uh minus eleven point seven. Uh, zero catches on one target, seven rushes, 25 yards. Yeah, that's just a, a negative game script, I think, that uh, attributed to the, the bad week from Jeff Wilson coming right. off of a uh, pretty good week last week. Um, right, I mean, they got... a monster week last week. But, right, they, you know, got, yeah. they got down early, and, yep. and Garoppolo had to throw, and, you know, they just... Yeah. He, he wasn't getting the opportunities. Yeah, and I would imagine in the next couple of weeks here they're going to be getting uh, Elijah Mitchell back uh you know in the next couple of weeks so you you know kind of running out of time on your rental of uh, Jeff Wilson being the number 1 there um right you know and you see when San Fran gets down it's not Jeff Wilson it's not Tevin Coleman it's their fullback use check that gets he right. ran like what did he run like 17 I think he ran like 17 routes in the game on Sunday. Wow! Um, at a at, at the fullback position, they love using him on wheel routes and stuff like that. So when the Niners get down, Wilson suffers because they got to throw it. Um, but if they're in good game script, uh, you know he could be in the studs next week. Who knows? Right. Um, but like we talked about last week, and I think maybe even the week before, you know, you're you're time with these guys is I mean it's it's going to change the landscape mm-hmm. is going to change when some of these players come back yeah um JT um um Elijah Mitchell yep. you know there are there are guys coming back that are going to definitely 
complicate things for owners who went out thinking that, oh, hey, I got guys that are actually playing. Yep. And, you know, you're going to go back to uh, having possibly nobody. Yep. Um, kind of like you drafted if you didn't draft any any decent running backs. Yep. Next up, Kyler Murray, minus 10.71. He was 23 of 37 for 222 yards and an interception. He did rush 10 times for 100 yards. Yeah, you know, it's still, you know, in the duds category, but the rushing really saved him, I would imagine, you know, from having an even worse game, obviously. Right. I mean, Um, no passing touchdowns, no rushing touchdowns. I mean, that's that's always going to impact you. Mm -hmm. Um, But, I mean... Obviously, the the projections were high, so the fact that he was ten point seven one under doesn't yep. mean he had a horrible game. Yep. Um, it just means that he didn't, you know, have a a, a decent game like they were, yeah. or a really good game like they were projecting. Yeah, and I don't remember. I didn't watch the game, so I'm not one hundred percent sure when Hollywood got injured. Um, you know, if there was if it was towards the end of the game or not, I I, I couldn't tell you. But obviously. You know, like you said, we got, uh, you know, D-Hop coming back, you know, which as much as we don't want to see guys get injured, the um, Hollywood injury is going to, if you got Zach Ertz, uh, congrats, you get another couple of weeks of him being relevant. Well, and, were, and Robbie Anderson. Well, Robbie Anderson, too, um, until he gets integrated in, uh, you know, maybe, I just throw it out, maybe a little sleeper this week might be uh, the Dorch, uh, Greg Dorch, you yep. know, who was getting very... Uh, you know some some good uh, opportunities. Um, can't remember. He, he was just he was playing earlier when Hollywood was you know not doing so hot. Right. Um, or AJ AJ Green was out. That's who it was. AJ Green was out and he took over that role and he was playing well. So we could see maybe a pop from him. But um, you know I mean Kyler's always got that rushing upside. That's why he's always projected high because right. he you know like we said ten rushes for a hundred and something yards. Hundred yards. Yeah. You know. He throwing one touchdown into that, and he might he's probably not in the duds list. Oh, he's definitely not, yeah. right. Um, so next up we have Carson Wentz, uh, minus 10.14 points. He was only 12 of 22 for 99 yards and two rushes for two yards. Um, did get injured. So did he finish the game? I believe he did, I believe he, he did. Yeah, you saw him kind of shaking his his hand out, you know, and that's obviously where everybody was kind of speculating something was going on there, which right. obviously it was. Broken pinky. Yep. Um that was just an ugly game. That was a Thursday night game against the Bears. Um that was just an ugly game between yeah. both of them. Yeah. Uh, one one more reason to get rid of Thursday night football. Yeah. I mean, there's, you know, everyone keeps on commenting about that, the fact that, you know, A, you're not getting quality football yeah be your shortening you know you're you're really putting players at risk mm-hmm. when you do that you've in in my mind you know go ahead and play a saturday game yeah you'll still get a huge draw of people watching well I you know they try not to compete with college right yeah. um you really can't do a friday night game um, cause then you're competing with high school football and everything, and it yeah. really doesn't get you that much. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, you know, you're at a point where you've already brought on extra game, uh, you know, the extra game, the extra week, you're cutting down the length of the preseason to protect players. A lot of teams don't play their first string players during preseason mm-hmm. anyway, or if they do, it's for a couple series. Yeah. So, 
you know, if you're if you're looking to protect players, this whole four day you know break mm-hmm. between games, play on Sunday, play on Thursday. It, I just don't think it's a good idea. Yeah, well, I mean, aside from probably cost, why not just have a London game every week? I mean, as a fan, I don't mind waking up, you know, getting up with the. Uh, you know, the daughter at <laughs> six thirty in the morning. Right. But you know, and then in an hour and a half you got football on the T V. Yeah. And she can just go play and well, if, if you want football, football if and, you want yeah. football on at that time of the day, move to Hawaii. Because <laughs> you'll get your games in and they'll be done by what noon. Yeah. So um next on our list is Justin Herbert, minus nine point five five. He was thirty seven of fifty seven for two hundred and thirty eight yards. An interception, two rushes, nine yards. And like you said, he killed your fantasy team. Yeah. Um, definitely not what you expected. Um, if you went into last night's game with Justin Herbert on your you yeah. know, plane. Mike, Mike Williams as well. Right. I mean, both. <laughs> you know, Denver's defense is pretty good. Yeah. Um, I don't want to take away from that. Um, you just you thought that they would do a lot better than they did. I don't think yeah. you're going to see him here a lot. No, no, definitely not. Um, you know, you look at last year, you know, obviously Justin Herbert was, he put up like a like a 50-plus point game at one point last year. You know, that's kind of what you're hoping again, especially with the weapons that they have. You know, still have an Eckler. They added Gerald Everett, who's a very good receiving tight end. Yeah. Obviously, Keenan Allen hasn't been available. Hopefully, we'll be back this week. Uh, so we should see a, a very quick, nice turnaround for the Chargers offense to be more effective. Um, but, uh, I, yeah, I just want to give credit to, to the Denver defense. Um, Patrick Sertan is proving he's a – I mean, that dude is clamping down number one receivers, uh, you know, maybe not giving them dud weeks, you know, essentially, but, like, A.J. Brown didn't have a very good week against him. Obviously, Mike Williams didn't have a very good week. Um, you know, so if you're playing the Broncos and you got the number one receiver, you might want to just temper your expectations just a little bit um, going forward. But yeah, I mean, the Chargers are too good of an offense with too many weapons for this to happen every week. Right. Um, so yeah, I highly doubt we'll see him here much, if ever. Yep. So last guy we move on to is Melvin Gordon, minus 9.5 points. He had zero targets. He had three rushes for eight yards. Not good curious latavius murray <laughs> yeah guy off the street uh did the same for the saints a couple weeks ago when they were in london uh, right you know he came in and vultured that touchdown because ingram was out for a little bit but uh you know um the melvin gordon it, it's it is weird because you saw at the beginning of the year you know even into last year him and javante in a basically even timeshare and melvin gordon was a was a very uh, serviceable, you know, RB2 slash 3 flex kind of guy. Right. And then this year, too, with all the hype around Javante, you know, he was going in the second round of fantasy drafts, and Melvin Gordon is still getting a good, you know, a, a, a good number of, of opportunities each week, taking that lead role away from Javante for Javante to blow up, obviously, at the ACL which right. Obviously, so, but so he leaves, and yeah. and Melvin Gordon has every opportunity, and they don't give him anything. Exactly. Which is, like I said, it's curious. Um, same with Mike Boone. You know, right? Didn't really have a whole. I mean, the 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 Denver offense is bad, 
right now. It's right. just bad. Their defense is keeping them in games. Um, you know, but just that, that offense is bad. It, it's just weird. Uh, Melvin Gordon, I guess, liked or favored it a tweet uh, that somebody said that uh, Denver should trade him. <laughs> so who knows what could happen there? I mean, right. who knows? It, right. You I know? mean, it's it's similar to the uh, – I'm. It, well, similar in that Cam Akers is oh, yeah. probably not going to touch the ball in in LA again. Yep. Um, Henderson season, maybe. Right. Been so holding him for this reason. Yeah. <laughs> so so maybe you know there could be some new backs at yeah. uh, uh, on new teams within the next couple of weeks, uh, yeah. in, including CMC. Yeah. Um, I've heard CMC to Buffalo. Uh, I heard people linking him to LA too, but. I don't know how they would make that work. Right. Same with Buffalo too. I, the kind of thing with Buffalo is you look at for like next year, you know, they've got a lot of money tied up in that team. Same they with do. the Rams, you know, yep. so something like that, maybe not probable, um, you know, and I don't even know what kind of teams have the capital to go get them because Panthers want multiple firsts, obviously. I mean, obviously yeah. the dude's worth it. But, well, he's worth it as long as he can stay healthy. Yeah. I mean, he's still got a big contract that's left. Yeah. Um, you know, if you if you gave a first and a third, is it enough? Yeah. I would I would think it might be, especially where running backs are concerned. Um, we haven't, you know, maybe back in the day they would give up more for a running back, but these yeah. days running backs are, you know, I, I hate to say a dime a dozen, but they they truly are. Well, McCaffrey's. What the Panthers leaving leading receiver? Uh, uh, yep, <laughs> you know, yep, but yeah, yep. no, yeah, I agree. So, could see some interesting things happen soon. Right. So, as I mentioned last week, I want uh, people to send in their ideas on new segments that we can use. Um, we're looking for ideas, and within the next week or so, we are going to uh, implement that. Um, possibly as as soon as this coming week. And uh, so you can send those uh, ideas to Ozzy, O-Z-Z-I-E, at fantasyrap.com. That's fantasywrap.com. And, you know, Austin and I will look through those. Uh, like I said, we've gotten a couple um, great ideas. Mm-hmm. And if uh, your segment is chosen, it's a chance to win a little uh, swag. So hopefully you're interested and uh, send that information our way. Either way, it's been great talking to you guys. Yep. Um, this is Ozzy. And this is Austin. And we'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.